Hello and welcome to Sports Shenanigans. This has been a sporadic coverage of the fall, but we are, and I guess winter now, but we are back and we are not going to take the time to rehash two months of stuff with you because yeah. no one wants that. We that's don't know what that's wild. No one wants that. So we are just going to get right into the right here, right now. NFL playoffs are coming up. End of year stuff's coming up. Um, we'll give you the top headlines from the NBA thus far this season. Um, and then uh, whatever others that we, we, we feel uh, we missed or need to get caught up on. And so um, let me find something real quick of where we're going to start. So in the NFL, we've had a lot of stuff. Um, so much. Um, it has uh, been announced that uh, whether or not this is the last season for sure, but uh, Ben Roethlisberger says this will be the last season with the Steelers, at least. Probably for sure. Um, oh, yeah. No one's going to go for him. Well, I don't, I don't know. There are some teams that will need a quarterback. Uh, no matter how, you know, that they, they just need a quarterback, not a great one. Um, I guess that's true. But uh, he had his final game at Heinz Field this past week. Um, and um, so there's that. Um, Demarius Thomas uh, died at 33 a few weeks ago. He was, I think they said he was in a car accident about a year ago and had been having seizures ever since. And they think uh, he had a seizure at his house. And that is what um, caused it. Um, not see that was the reason. Yeah. Um, Justin Herbert became the first player to throw 30 touchdowns in each of his first two seasons. Um, COVID has run amok throughout the league here, uh, as it yeah, has the country. It's decimated at times. Yeah. In all sports, the NBA, all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Raiders stadium in Vegas has been, is the current, uh, site that they're expecting for the 2024 Super Bowl. Um, DeAndre Hopkins has missed most of the second half of the season, but the Cardinals are hopeful they get him back for the playoffs. Um, Oh, (laughs) Jacksonville, Urban Meyer. um, You know, he had a million and one things happen. And then the ex-kicker, Josh Lambeau, alleged that he kicked him in the leg while stretching in the preseason. Um, And so Urban has been fired, uh, fired for cause. So they don't intend to pay the remaining four years of the contract. I think mostly what happened there was uh, Shad Khan, the owner of the Jaguars, hired Urban Mm -hmm. Meyer. And so he was giving him a lot of leash because he didn't want to have him not last a year after just hiring him. And then it just got to be too much. Um, Yeah. I said, I believe my take was, I said, when they hired Urban Meyer, I said, this will either be massive success or massive failure. It will not be in between. 
They will not, they will not be a, they will not be seven and nine for five years. Um, it was a massive failure. I think it's a massive failure for urban Meyer because he had a nice gig on Fox. He was a TV analyst. He was, you know, calling, I I don't know if he was calling games, but he was on, he was at least on the panel. Um, he was doing guest spots as an analyst and, um, and he came back, he took this job in the NFL and uh, he's another college coach that didn't work in the NFL. And now not only do people think urban Meyer is a terrible coach, they think he's a terrible person and he's not going to get any jobs in any other field in any time soon. (laughs) Yeah. He looks like an absolute. I really, I don't have a good word for it. Well, I he do, but looks, I can't say looks, it. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> it. Uh, he looks, I mean, just like an idiot. Like, I mean, you would pile on well, all that happened this year. Like, I get, you know, you, you went to Jacksonville. Jacksonville was, is, a, is a bad team. Is the armpit the only, of the NFL. Yes. The only <laughs> bright spot is you have Trevor Lawrence, who is having a terrible year because he is on a terrible team. Yeah. Um, we see this happen all the time with great quarterbacks you know you go to a terrible team nothing happens you gotta have some they gotta build around that guy before anything happens um uh so we knew it was gonna be rough but man i don't think we could have predicted it was this rough because like every time they were in the spotlight it was it's not because oh somebody made a good play it was urban meyer uh didn't fly back with the team and there's in a bar with girls dancing on him that aren't his wife. Yeah. I mean, so he has like, good taste, but yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. You can't <laughs> be doing that dog. Um, yeah, it was an absolute failure. Um, although I believe they are interviewing people they've asked to interview people and all of them that I've seen so far are very high quality candidates in my opinion. I, I I think there is the I think there is appeal in Jacksonville given the Trevor Lawrence situation. Yes. Um yes. with Trevor Lawrence there, um James Robinson has been a bright spot the past couple of years. Um yes. you do have Travis. They, they did have yeah, tra- I was about to say Travis Etienne will be back. coming back next year. He had the injury this year, so he didn't play. Um you got some good receivers. DJ Chark um is a solid wide out. Mm-hmm. Um, but the rest of that team just stinks. And yes. um, so they need someone to come in there and build it up. One name I have heard is Jim Harbaugh leaving Michigan and coming to Jacksonville. I, I've, I've seen some of that. I've also seen it's not going to happen because I'm pretty sure Jim really likes Michigan. <laughs> No, I think I think Jim really likes Michigan. I've, I'm just hearing the the Jim Harbaugh to the NFL rumors are starting. Yes, and they everyone's are. talking about are. Jacksonville being maybe the spot um, mm-hmm. for him. Which you know, um, there is a little bit of, I, I guess, hesitancy on Jacksonville given that they just hired a college coach. Um, yeah, but Harbaugh does have NFL experience and. He has a better winning percentage than Bill Belichick as an NFL head coach. I think he's like 69%. Um, and he didn't have Tom Brady. He had Alex Smith and Colin Kaepernick over in, over in San Francisco. And so um, 
uh, I would be all for bringing Jim Harbaugh back in the NFL. I think the the point. I, I think the 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 pros of him coming leaving Michigan is what the, uh, I've heard is it, Michigan beating Ohio State is still going to be an upset every year. Ohio State's yeah. still the better program, yeah. And um, and so how much further can he take? Michigan. I, I think, you know, Michigan's been very good, but they can't, they, I mean, they did beat Ohio state this year, but they haven't regularly beat Ohio state. They obviously got smacked in the, in the playoff. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's how much further can he take Michigan? He might've reached the top of that already. And, yeah. and the expectation there is a high one. Um, yes, it is now. Well, it, it, it always has been. Well, but, yes. but, but it's even higher now because he has brought yeah. some success to them. And so that is the, that is the argument as to, well, he's kind of gone as high as he can fly there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, I'm all for bringing him in. I, I never, I never really understood why he, uh, left got demoted. Yeah. Um, I understood why he went to Michigan once he was, out um Mm. but i never i never understood why the nfl left him so early um but yeah you have other you have other candidates i think um todd bowles the tampa bay defensive coordinator he's a hot name obviously eric bianami has been a hot name for several years um the he's the oc over in uh kansas city uh, Matt Eberflus, the defensive coordinator for the Colts, has been um, a name over the past couple of years. Um, there's a lot of teams that are going to be looking for coaches. The Vegas is going to be looking for a coach. The Jets, they're talking about the Jets might fire Sala after one <laughs> after one year because that's been just a mess. Wow, um, I've not seen that one. Yeah, which here's here's what I hope. Because I think the Colts are going to lose Eberflus at some point. Yeah. I would just hope that Robert Sala is fired and then we just bring him in to be our defensive coordinator after that. <laughs> That'd be nice. That would um, be Chicago nice. is going to be looking for a coach. Matt Nagy, I believe, is out after this yep. next game. Yep. Um, and uh, so there, there's teams that will be – I think Joe Judge is probably out in the in New York. Um. So there's going to be teams looking for a coach. Um, And they got some names out there that have been waiting to get those positions filled. Yes. And then there's new names every year. Yeah. The newest, I believe, which Seattle might be looking for a coach. I doubt it. They're looking for a quarterback, but I, I see that's I if I'm Seattle, you know, the, there's a growing belief that Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson aren't going to be together next year. Mm-hmm. If I'm Seattle, am I going to am I going to trade Russ or am I going to get a new am I going to kick out the 70 year old coach and bring in a new guy? Yeah, like I'm picking Russ every time. Probably. And Russ has Unless like the that one team, guy's Belichick. That team, its success over the last five years has completely depended on Russ. It's not dependent on Pete Carroll. 
Pete Carroll yep, hasn't man. done anything with the rest of the team. Yep. <laughs> if anything, he's hurt the team because he doesn't give it to Russ more. <laughs> yeah. So if, I, if I'm if I'm Seattle, I'm finding my way of patching things up is bringing in the new regime and having Russ be a part of that process. You get a you know you get Eric Bieniemy up up in Seattle or. Um, I, I think, I think you have to go, Oh, uh, almost, I think you almost have to go offensive coming off of Pete Carroll. Cause he's been, it's been defensive there for 10 years or whatever. Yeah. Um, so you get, you get the would be, Eric Bianami up there in Seattle. It'd be, or some other Colin. offensive guy. I know like Harbaugh's probably Harbaugh's a defensive coach, I think. Um, oh, yeah. Um, well, I don't, he was a quarterback though. I feel like he's balanced. Yeah, he probably is more balanced then. Um, offensive. The only one that I really think of that, like, really point or like it stands out to me for the offensive, like, coach, head coach, Kansas is, I think it's, I always mess it up, but I believe it's Kellen Moore. Oh, yeah, in Dallas. Offensive court. Yeah, offensive coordinator in Dallas. He's very young. But from what I understand from Tony Romo, is he's got a boy like he is super smart. No, Kellen and, Moore's been the talk. He's getting less talk now because the Cowboys' offense has been struggling as of late. Yeah. Um. But, but for most of the season, he's been the talk. And the uh, Dan Quinn's their defensive coordinator, and he's been a head coach before, and he's starting to get buzz mm-hmm. because of what he's done with the defense this year. Yeah. So that's your, I think the biggest offensive guy, coach candidate that I feel like I don't yeah. really, I can't think of any others who are like, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. So that's your biggest one. So if, if Seattle, I, I think the enemy is the other one in Kansas City. Oh, but. yeah, that would be right. Yeah. I don't know. There's going to be a big changes on the horizon. There is every year because every year some teams suck. Yeah. And they just keep <laughs> sucking. <laughs> I'm just happy it's not Miami right now who is looking for coaches. Although we need to finally figure out this offensive coordinator crap. Yeah. But that's a different thing. <laughs> um let's see. Tampa Bay. They played the Saints very poorly at that, but they uh lost Chris Godwin for the year to an ACL. Fournette was on IR or is on IR, I forget. I don't know if he's off he yet. Um, and then Mike Evans uh, just came back this past week. They all got hurt in that game. Um, uh, Ryan Kelly missed two games. Uh, they lost their uh, – his wife was pregnant. They lost their daughter. Um, and so he missed two games. He just came back. Um, COVID ran through the Colts over Christmas. Yeah, um, but they somehow beat the Cardinals and then they somehow lose the Raiders. Um, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, Rogers, um, I guess at this point he has broken Brett Favre's touchdown record, mm-hmm. which was 442 as a Packer. So it's most in team history. Um, when he tied it at 442, Rogers had done it in. 45 fewer games, so almost three seasons, um, and 193 fewer interceptions. (laughs) That's probably a record that's not getting broken. (laughs) 
is the the Brett the Brett Favre interceptions. Yes, <laughs> I'm fairly confident that one's not getting broken <laughs> for a really 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 long time. Um, Pro Bowl rosters were announced. Um, and as every year, there are some controversy with it. Uh, the Colts led all teams, seven players. They got Jonathan Taylor, obviously. Quentin Nelson, obviously. Ryan Kelly, less obviously, but still very good. DeForest Buckner, obviously. Darius Leonard, obviously. Kenny Moore, finally. And Luke Rhodes, um, who's a long snapper. If it, some, you know, that's one more of the one of the more unknown positions. Um, yeah, the the AFC. I don't have the full roster here in front of me, but I do have the skill positions um, for each conference. This is all anybody ever cares about. Uh, my logic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we had uh, in the in the AFC the starting quarterback is Justin Herbert. And then Mahomes. And then Lamar Jackson, who was the most controversial of all the yes. Pro Bowl selections because he has uh, had yes. a terrible year. <laughs> yes, he has. I, I can't remember which quarterback, but they were – it might have been Josh Allen. Josh Allen and Joe Burrow were the two that oh. people were arguing should have been in over him. Oh, yeah. I a thousand percent think Joe Burrow should be over him. Joe is. I mean, you look at Lamar Jackson's number. He's just having a bad year. Like it's it's a bad year. (laughs) It's not good. Um, at wide receiver, uh, your starters are Jamar Chase and Tyreek Hill, and then you have Stephon Diggs and Keenan Allen who had a little bit of controversy in his pick. I mean, yeah. I I get why he's in there, but he is. I mean, I get why he's in there. I mean, his quarterback's there, so therefore his quarterback is throwing good. I mean, somebody's catching it. I mean, Keenan Allen's the one catching. So, I mean, there's an argument there. Yeah. Uh, Your running backs, starter Jonathan Taylor. Obviously, obviously, uh, Nick Chubb and Joe Mixon. Joe's had a very good year this year. Yeah, ver- yeah, the one Ver-Hand. year I don't have him in fantasy. That's fair. Yes. Um. Um. Let's see. Tight end. Your starter is Mark Andrews. Obviously. And Travis Kelsey. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Is there even questions? Darren Waller uh, left off. Well, but he hasn't had that good of a year. The year. Yeah. He's been hurt a lot. So that's obviously why. Yeah. Um, in the NFC, your starting quarterback is Aaron Rodgers, who is should be the MVP. Um, Tom Brady. Unfortunately. And Kyler Murray. Kyler's had a rough last like but these but these 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 votes these votes come in at week fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, I know. 
So I know where they come in. There, there were a lot of candidates for quarterback in the NFL. I mean, you got Matthew Stafford. Um, yes, hasn't Stafford played well all year, but he's he's um, yeah, been up there and um, so yeah, a couple, but you narrow it down. You, no, you're not taking one of those guys off. Um, uh, your starting receivers, Cooper Cup. Obviously. Yep. Obviously. Devontae Adams. Obviously. obviously. Justin Jefferson. Obviously. And Debo Samuel. That's a that's a squad right there. Your running backs. Dalvin Cook is your starter. Meh. Hmm. I mean, he's good, but I mean, not it's not, it's not obvious. I don't know the in the NFC this year it might be James Conner. Ooh, that's because of the touchdowns. Yeah, and that's, Alvin Kamara has been hurt most of the year. <laughs> yes, he has. That's okay. I'll give you it now. Dalvin Dalvin Cook's obviously in the starting role. Yeah, <laughs> I will give you that. I was in my brain. I was thinking. You think of, of the other running, running backs, backs, though, in the NFC, like Ezekiel Elliott's had a terrible year. Saquon Barkley's had a terrible year. Um, Zeke's had an okay year. It's it's better than what it has been in the last couple of years. So. Yeah, but everyone's over him at this point. I know everybody's mad, but. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Six teams had zero players selected. Detroit, Houston, Jacksonville, New York Giants, New York Jets, and Denver. And when you hear the, when you hear six teams had zero, you think, wow. And then you read the list and I go, I don't know, maybe Denver has one, but that makes sense. <laughs> Denver's kind of, well, I guess it doesn't. Because I was thinking uh, Patrick Sertain. Well, I was thinking uh, they just signed that safety at, what's his name, Justin Simmons. Simmons? Yeah, I was thinking Simmons as well. Those are the two that I think of. That I go, yeah, those are very good bright spots on that team. Well, and they have they have the uh, Fuller who was in Chicago. Oh, um, yep. Yes. So their secondary is very good. Yes. Well, and the thing that I corrected myself with was with Sertang. He's going against, I mean, Xavier Howard. He's going against Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, uh, Kenny Moore got the selection. Um, he's going against very. He's very, not going against Jalen Ramsey. Good. He's in the other conference. Oh, um, my bad. Apologies. I'm just thinking like that type of tier of player. Yeah. So like, is he really good? Yes. Is he at that level just yet? No. Let me see. I'll so, find the. Um, so that that part makes sense to me. I guess. Let me find. Wow, that sucks for them. The. AFC corners are J.C. Jackson in New England, Xavier Howard, Denzel Ward in Cleveland, and Kenny Moore in Indy. Um, And then your safeties are Kevin Byer, Derwin James, and Tyron Matthew. Yeah. So – Very high high names. Yeah. Big names. Um, But, yeah, that's, that's the Pro Bowl. That's the Pro Bowl. Um, Hall of Fame finalists were announced this past week. Um, so they got 15 finalists to the for the class of 2022 modern era players. Um, I believe 
five get in? Yeah. Um, let me see. I if believe so. Because they like doubled it last year. They may elect up to five. Um, each must receive a minimum positive vote of 80%. Um, yeah, so up to five. Here's your list. There's three first timers, I believe it said. Um, it didn't mark who they were, so we'll just go through. Uh, Jared Allen, I believe he's up again. Um, Willie Anderson, uh, I believe is up again. Uh, Rondé Barber, I believe would be up again. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony Baselli, I believe would be up again. Leroy Butler, um. Devin Hester is a first timer. Yep. He should be for me. I think I've talked about this before on the show. Yep. We've, we've talk, yeah, we've talked about it. For me, there's no question Devin Hester's first ballot Hall of Fame. He will be at. Oh yeah. He should be. If he's not, there's I mean, we've we've had some drama this week with how voting works in the NFL, but uh Yes, yeah. Um we always do, but but if, if Devin Hester's not a first ballot Hall of Famer, I'm not sure what we're doing. Exactly. Uh, Tory Holt will be up again. Uh, Andre Johnson, I believe, is a first timer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see the thing with Andre Johnson is I don't think he's a first ballot. No. He, he doesn't have any postseason success. And there are a lot of receive, and with the receiver in particular, there are a lot of receivers who have more accolades than him who yeah. have waited. Yes, I, in my head, I don't like. He doesn't seem like a Hall of Fame wide receiver to me. He was like, great. I know he's great, but like in my head, I'm thinking like Reggie Wayne. Yeah. Um, Tory Hole. Like all of these, like you said, those well, wide receivers and, are like waiting. And Andre more. Johnson was great, but he was never shown because he was yes. never in the playoffs and he played on the Texans for most of his career. Yes. That did not help him. I also feel like he was never the number one wide receiver when he was playing. In Houston, he for sure was the number one wide receiver. Well, no, no, no. I meant in the league. Oh, obviously, obviously. He was up there. I don't know. He might have been. I don't remember who played. There's a lot of a lot of footballs happened since yeah. he played, and a lot of footballs happened when he played. <laughs> um, let's see. Sam Mills, Richard Seymour is up again. Zach Thomas is up again. No. Yeah. Uh, I believe DeMarcus Ware is the other first-timer, and he should be a first ballot. Yep. Uh, Reggie Wayne is up again. Uh, he should get in. Patrick Willis is up again. And Bryant Young. So if you're elected up to five, I'm going to take my picks. Uh, I'll say Hester and Ware. And then... Oh... Uh, 
I will take. I'll take Reggie. I'll take Patrick Willis. Hmm. I'll take um, Richard Seymour. Richard. It it was it came down. I'll say just just so I can have more picks than the five. Um, it came down if if it's between Patrick Willis and Richard Seymour, like those two slots, I could also see going to like Willie Anderson or Tory Holt. Yeah, um, one of the older guys. But I, uh, um, I, uh, I don't, I don't know if Jared Allen's gonna get it. And I don't know if Rondé Barber is going to get in. I hope Rondé does. I like him. But I also agree. I understand. And I don't think I don't think Andre is going to get in on his first shot. No, um, I don't think so either. Zach no, Thomas. At this scared. point, if Zach Thomas hasn't gotten in, I don't think he's getting in. Because <laughs> I barely remember him as is. <laughs> hey, he was really, really good. <laughs> So I think, yeah, I think this year, like, might be his last like actual shot because I feel like in this next couple of years, there's going to be like names that pop up that are like obviously, yeah, that's push yeah, ballot, yeah. and then you'll have like players who have been on it for a while who you're like, yeah, they have to get into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe one of his last shots. Um, let's see. John Madden died at 85. It was eerie. They came out with that. They pushed that documentary for a month that they'd made about John Madden. It came out Christmas Day. He died three days later. Oh, man. That's nuts. I didn't even know about it. Yeah. It was like a Fox thing. Now it's on uh, Peacock. And something else you can watch it on. Um, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good uh documentary. It's a good little watch, and it you know it really covers. He's the winningest coach in NFL history for anyone with a hundred wins, I believe. Um. And then what he did as a broadcaster, that's, you know, if you're my age, if you're our age, you remember him most for broadcasting in the video game. Yep. Um, that's exactly what I remember him for. Yeah. Um, and by the, time I had the got, by the time I had gotten into football, I think he only, he only uh, broadcasted a few more years because I believe I remember him commentating on Madden. I believe 2008 or 2000 or Madden 09. It was the last year that he was the commentator on the game before it switched over to Collinsworth for all the crap. But I remember him being very good. (laughs) 
Um, drama in Tampa, Antonio Brown this past week. Um, he uh, took off his uniform and uh, went off the field, on the field during the game. Um, I mean, you know what we're talking about. Um, yeah, there's this point. Now there's a whole lot of drama. Bruce Arians says no longer a buck. Um, there was speculation they thought he had been benched. He had not been benched. Arians said he had told AB to get out after refusing to go into the game twice. Um, Antonio Brown has they they didn't release him until Thursday. Um, but Antonio Brown's come out and said that he was injured and that they were asking him to play through injury. Um, and then he released text messages, alleged text messages. Um, Bruce Arians did another press conference on Thursday, giving his side of what happened. Uh, I think there's three sides of this story. I think, I think there's a B side, there's Bruce Arians side, and there's the truth. Um, there's there's some overlap in all of it. Uh, yeah. I don't think uh-huh. I don't think AB's account is totally false, but I don't think it's totally true. Uh, and I don't think I would say Bruce Arians' side I think is closer to the truth <laughs> than AB's side. Yeah, um, I would lean more towards believing Bruce Arians than I would Antonio Brown, and it's yeah. not because Antonio Brown is a liar. Um, I mean, kinda. I mean, he's I mean, got a long history of questionable he, behaviors. In the last, trying, nineteen. So since nineteen, twenty nineteen, on he's had a lot go on that has changed his character. Um, and I do believe part of that is the concussions that he's received from playing football. Um, but I think it has changed his mentality and how he thinks about things and i think he might have lost his marbles at some point in some aspects but then again after seeing some of the shots he's taken to the head i'd have lost my marbles a long time ago doing that (laughs) so i think you said best there's three sides and the truth's in the middle of all of it um the thing that I I picked the most out of all of it is that Antonio Brown said that Bruce Arians like uses his finger, like slit his neck, like slit his neck, like you're done, as if he's like killing him and all that. I'm like, I feel like at this point, someone would have brought that video up of yeah. Bruce Arians yelling that at Antonio Brown. We have analyzed so much. There's always a camera on the coach. And I feel like that would have been seen. And that's what makes me question Antonio Brown's story at the moment is because that is not being posted anywhere because you know that would be a massive meme or a massive gif. Like, it'd be all over the internet. Well, but but to counter your point, there's also not a video of him not doing it. I, which I, there which is I not. would think that would also be out at this point if, like, someone, yes, if someone had it. footage of anything, then exactly. it would be out. Which is what a little confuses me, but whatever. Um, I think that Antonio Brown just kind of I think he's kind of lost it in some aspects unfortunately mm. which he was a 
the top wide receiver in the game at one point. Um, and I think concussions plus being the number one massive superstar, I think it got to him. Yeah. Which is sad. Um, the Washington football team. Uh, they're, they're still sta- stupid. Their stadium stinks. It stinks. Yeah. Oh yeah, it fell, it fell apart. They're, well, and they had uh, the poop pipes burst uh, before oh, I didn't that. Hear that? Yeah. So they had some poop pipes burst, and then uh, leaving the game, Jalen Hurts almost has an entire stadium fall on top of him. Yeah. Um. So they also announced that they're going to release their new team name on February 2nd and it will not be the wolves or the red wolves. All right. Hmm. It could still be Washington football team. (laughs) I would be pissed. I would be so pissed about that. If I were a Washington, I can't, I can't imagine football. they would announce that they're going to re- reveal their name and yeah, still have it that. be the same. Yeah, I would be absolutely furious if I was a Washington fan if they stayed with the Washington football team. But here, but also, I don't understand why it's taken this long to get to this point. It's been two years. I think it's because of the dude who bought this like. 500 patents for names. <laughs> I literally think that's the reason this is taking so long. Is they're just arguing with this one random dude for the rights to a name. <laughs> they did say the reason it's not going to be Wolves or Red Wolves is because of some uh, trouble getting the rights. <laughs> that's why huh. they can rule it out. Yeah. I'm getting. Ooh, this this is gonna be good. We're gonna have to have some guesses on what the actual name is gonna be. I don't know what I. I I still like. Um. Well. In the current climate, probably couldn't do it. Um. But I still like like presidents or something like that that have to do generals. Be, yeah, because. The, I do it, like that because when it's Washington, but there's two Washingtons, and so do, yeah, and so if your team name distinguishes you as the Washington D.C., yeah, <laughs> I think it helps. Oh yeah, I still um, say they just go completely 180 opposite direction, change everything. Oh, I thought you were gonna be like they just need to go a 180, like do the do the pilgrims. <laughs> <laughs> that that'd be funny. No, I'm talking like completely brand change it all. Washington, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something. Blue really sharks. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> something really crazy, just absolutely different. I was all, I was about to say Washington giraffes. <laughs> Which unfortunately that is still their colors. There you go. Yeah. Like change the colors, change logo, change everything. Yeah. But they're not gonna do that. No. Too lazy. Um I would I'd do it. Just just like my Madden. You can do it. It's real quick, real (laughs) easy. Uh speaking of the 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 voting, so MVP voter said he wouldn't vote for Rogers, quote, because he's the biggest jerk in the league. Um 
his, that doesn't mean he's not the MVP. His argument is uh, due to his offseason, um, he hurt his team. And that uh, he – and essentially he said that he decided in the offseason that Rodgers would not get his vote, which is – like everyone, everyone from all sides, everyone from all sides. The only thing anyone has ever been unified on in two years is that this guy sucks and doesn't deserve a vote. <laughs> as long as we don't give it to Tom Brady, I don't give a crap who gets it. <laughs> I'm being real. That's it. my only stipulation in the moment. I just I, I don't know if you saw Roger's response, but it was I thought it was very good. I didn't see it. Uh he said they well, they asked, they said, What do you make of this? He goes, He's a bum. That's what I think. He's a he's just a bum. It's like I don't he doesn't know me. I've never interviewed with him. Never this uh, he's just a bum. And uh yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean it sounds that's and he, he the he did release an apology. Um, I guess if you I, I guess that's what he's calling it. I read it. Um, lot in there that's not his fault. Um, <laughs> I would call it a non-apology if yeah. I were if I were gonna label it something. Sounded like he was a uh, he was a uh, just saying who a bunch of different people whose fault he thinks it is. Um, he said that he was led into this conversation. It's like, but you said it like this. It's it's I'm sorry. It's I not caught. their fault for talking. You're an MVP voter. It's not their fault for asking you about the MVP. It's your fault for saying what you said. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're looking at the current playoff picture. Uh, the the in the AFC. Let's start in the AFC. The Titans currently have the one seed. If they beat the Texans, they will have the one seed. Um, if they lose the Texans and the Chiefs beat the Broncos, the Chiefs will be the one seed. The they're gonna be the one seed. The what? Sounds like the Titans are gonna be the one seed. It sounds like it, but they did lose the Texans in Tennessee a few weeks ago. That is true. Um, but either way it happens, either the Titans the Titans will either be the one or two, and Chiefs will either be the one or two. They're they've separated themselves that much. Um the third and the third, fourth, and fifth seed are currently up for grabs. The Bengals currently sit at three. And if they beat the Browns, they will stay at three. Um, It'll happen. The Bills are at four. And if they beat the Jets, they will be at four. That's going to happen. The Patriots are at five. These, they all have the same, they all have the same record. Yeah. Um, If the Patriots beat, the Dolphins and the Bills lose to the Jets, then um, the Patriots will uh, win the division. And then depending on what the Bengals do, will either be the three or the four seed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Bengals were talking about not playing their starters, but. Oh, that is right. Joe's not playing. Is he? 
I don't think Joe Burrow's playing. I'm pretty sure he's not. Okay. The line moved. The line was plus three. It moved all the way to minus two and a half. So that made me think the starters were going to play. I'm pretty sure Joe is not playing. That surprises me a little bit because they could go down to the four seed. Um, I guess it depends on who they want. Retweet that. Um, Because right now, the three seed is going to play the Colts. And the four seed would play either the Bills or the Patriots. I guess if the Patriots lose to the Dolphins and the Colts beat the Jaguars, I think the Colts would be the five seed. Go Dolphins. Yeah, if the if the Bengals if the Bengals want the if the Bills win and the Bengals lose, the Bills will be the three. So if the Bengals want the higher seed, they would need to win. Or to guarantee it, I guess. I would I would operate under the assumption that the Bills aren't gonna lose the Jets. Yeah, I would definitely operate under that one. Um <laughs> As long as the Colts beat the Jaguars, they're going to be in the playoffs. And I don't feel like that's too much to ask, but at the same time, I don't know with this team. Um, That is fair, though. And then, assuming they win, the only spot that is available is the seven seed, and it's down to Sunday night football, Chargers versus Raiders, and winner gets that. Um, if the Colts lose, it opens something. It opens some possibilities up for potentially the Steelers or the Ravens to get in. Well, maybe he is playing. Let me go check our tweeter. In the NFC, the Packers have secured the one seed. Um, the Rams have nope. what? Nope. Um, Field Yates, who has that nice little check mark by his name. Um, Bengals head coach Zach Taylor just announced that he is resting quarterback Joe Burrow on Sunday against the Browns. Interesting. Yes, I thought I tweeted that crap. So the Bengals might be the four seed. That's right, people. Follow us on Twitter. I retweet crap. Yeah. Um, the Rams are the two seed right now. Same record, though, as the Bucks, who are the three seed. Oh. The Cowboys are the four seed. Dangerous four seed. The Cardinals are the five seed. Dangerous five. I believe if the Cardinals win and the Rams lose then the Cardinals would be the um, three or four seed. They would be the division winners. Um, The Eagles are in um, for sure. 
and the 49ers currently have the six, I think. Um, the 49ers need to lose. If the, if the 49ers lose, it opens up a possibility for the Saints to win and get in. The 49ers need to lose. I have their draft pick, I think. The Dolphins do? I think they do. Mm. But yeah, so that's the that's what the NFC looks like. The the Rams and the Bucks are 12 and 4. Um I, this I mean they're all the Cowboys and Cardinals are 11 and 5. So it it could shift a little bit up there. Um but the only way that you're having a so right now it's Packers, Rams, Bucks, Cowboys, Cardinals, Eagles, Niners, Eagles. The only way that changes is if the Niners lose the Rams and the Saints beat the Falcons. Because everyone else is guaranteed their spot. It's just a matter of seeding at that point. Yeah. Um, so, given that information, Casey... I am so sorry, but my entire neck and back just just had a release. Um, the <laughs> um, what do you think is going to happen, Casey? <laughs> I think we're going to watch some football. Yeah. Okay, but. <laughs> Sorry, um, dad jokes. Got it. They got them all now. Um, <laughs> I think that I'm gonna take a wild. I mean, I'm just gonna jump to the playoffs in general. I we don't need to talk about none of that hypotheticals here. We're gonna talk the guarantees here. Buccaneers gonna be there in the playoffs. Wild guess. Buccaneers lose first round. So that would be outstand. They would play the 49ers if it was right now. Yeah. Buccaneers. They would either well, they would either play I guess they could shift their seating. If they're the three seed, they play the 49ers or the Saints. Yeah. Buccaneers lose. Wild stand. That's where I'm standing. Okay. Okay. That's where that wild stand is. Um Dark horse of the playoffs is going to be the Bengals. I feel like they've got a wild uh, offense that's doing really good. Defense that's playing really well. Um, I think they're a nice dark horse that could do some damage to some teams, pull up some upsets. Um, overall, I think that your Super Bowl champion will be the Rams. Really? I think that the Rams will do it. I mean, Cup has been unstoppable. Odell is back, baby, in the touchdown aspect. Um, he may not be getting, like, massive amounts of yards, but he is definitely a threat. You need to watch him around the goal line, um, which really sucks because you also have Cooper Cup there, and you have to watch him at the goal line. Um, I think that Stafford will finally have success because he's not on the Lions. 
<laughs> so that's my that's my team. I'm I'm guessing they're gonna win. Who are they gonna be? I don't know. That side's that side's a lot harder to predict. <laughs> He's gonna play the Bengals. Okay. Bengals Rams. That'd be a wild. <laughs> wow. Not gonna happen. But that's um <laughs> you heard it here first, people. Ram, or, yeah. Rams versus Bengals. Final score 34-23. Okay. I uh so okay. yeah, I didn't. It's Rams got it. Yep, we're good. I'm going to say, standing as they are now, and and I do like the Chargers to be able to get into the playoffs over the Raiders. Um, I think I think Chiefs-Chargers is going to be, if, if that's who the matchup would be as currently stands, I think that'll be a very good game. Yes, it will be. Um, I will give the edge to the Chiefs, because the Chargers have been wildly inconsistent, and if they're in the playoffs, that means they had two good games in a row, which means it's time mm-hmm. for a dud. Um, and I think the lack of experience will come in there in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Um, the Bengals would play the Colts, and I would give that to the Bengals because uh, Carson Wentz is the Colts quarterback, and so we have a very, I think, well-defined ceiling at this point. Um, and the secondary for the Colts stinks and the Bengals thrive in the secondary. Um, the bills and the Patriots give me the bills a hundred percent every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Um, and then I would say. So I just eliminated all the wild card teams. So that's probably not going to happen, but that's what I say. And um, the Titans play the Bills. Um, I'm assuming I think Derrick Henry is going to be back by then. Yep, he's been activated. And I will. This is a tough pick. I I feel like these teams are very evenly matched. Um, If I get. If I get good Josh Allen, I'll take the Bills. If I get bad Josh Allen, I'll take the Titans. But I don't know which one I'm going to get, so I have to base it off. of. The, I'll give that stipulation. Um, Chiefs and Bengals, I'll take the Chiefs. I don't think uh, – the Bengals beat them this last time. The Bengals got some calls. I don't think Chase is going. the Chiefs will let Chase go for 280 again. I, I, I think that's the, the Chiefs will come out of that one. Chiefs-Bills, yeah. I'll take Chiefs. Chiefs-Titans, I'll take Chiefs. Um, and so give me the chiefs and then in the NFC as currently standing, um, it depends on, oh man. So Eagles Rams, I'll take Rams, uh, Cardinals Cowboys. I will take. Hmm. That's a close one. Flip a coin. <laughs> um, Hopkins, Hopkins, hopefully will be back for that. Um, 
Uh, that'll be a close one. I'll give me the Cardinals because of Mike McCarthy's time management. Um, it, it it lost him this last one against the Cardinals, so I'll I'll take it to happen again. Um, the Buccaneers and the Niners. If I if I get Jimmy G. I'll take the Niners. If I get Trey Lance, I'll take the Bucks. Oh yeah. Um. So then, let's see. I got Cardinals, Packers. I'll take Packers. And I got Rams, Niners, or Bucks. Um. If it's the Niners, I'll take the Rams. If it's the Bucks, I'll take the Bucks. Um, and then oh, I got the Packers. And then I got the Packers. The Packers. Final score: Packers Chiefs, thirty-four, thirty-one. It's a good score. It's a good score. Very likely. Very plausible. Uh, who do you have? So we talked a little bit. MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year. So MVP is going to go to a quarterback because it always goes to a freaking quarterback. Um, it's just a matter of finding a quarterback who has not had a terrible, terrible game against somebody. So I believe in the running. I mean, you got Rodgers. Rodgers is the overwhelming favorite right now. Favorite. You got Murray. You got Brady is next. And then Brady. Those are people. Only one that makes sense is Rodgers. Because I believe, actually, here's Tom Brady. If you are down against the Jets, you don't deserve MVP. I don't give a crap. (laughs) He, 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 deserve it he got year. shut out by the Saints. Oh, that, there's that one too. He got shut out by the Saints. I knew there was a couple of things, reasons I didn't think he was. You officially are kicked out of that, which leaves you Joe Burrow and Aaron Rodgers. And Joe Burrow, while he has had a very good, and play very good, I mean, it's been an amazing last, I don't know, four, five weeks. It's a season award. That's Rodgers is just he, he he's the MVP. Um, offensive player of the year is Jonathan Taylor because Jonathan Taylor deserves the MVP. I just don't think they're going to give it to the running back. They're going to give it to a quarterback, um, and they really need to change the MVP to the QBOF QB of the year. Yeah, quarterback of the year. <laughs> change. Just, just change it. Um, make it a, a new award. Um, defensive player of the year, probably TJ Watt. Um, believe he's going for the sack record. Yeah, he's going I think he needs one or two more. Yeah, sack record with the extra game. 
So, I mean, there's an asterisk by it, in my opinion, along with if Cooper Cup breaks. Well, he, he has an extra game, but he missed a, a two or three games due to injury. Ah, I see. So maybe there is no asterisk. I will have to rethink on that. Um, but, yeah. So, there's that. So, did, so then you got the Ricky. Defensive rookie of the year is Michael Parsons, not even a question. Um, I couldn't tell you another defensive, well, Patrick Sertain, but it's still Michael Parsons. Um, that's your defensive rookie of the year. The offense of the rookie year is an interesting conversation because uh, a lot of times you give it to the quarterback because the quarterbacks are the high profile and the only quarterback that's had a decent year is Mac Jones. And a lot of people are trying to argue Mac Jones. And I don't think Mac Jones has a shot in the hell at getting it. Um, I believe it is Jamar Chase's award hands down at this point. Um, but if you'd asked me last week, I would have said Jalen Waddle had a shot at it because he was going for the, um, the receptions record. And he may still have that, which I think he – no, he didn't have that. I think he, has, he needs a couple more receptions to get it. Well, I think he will pass it. It does not matter because Jamar dropped 280 yards on the Kansas City Chiefs and had three touchdowns, and it's just absolutely lighting up the league right now. So it's Jamar's award. Um, the comeback player of the year. Who do you have? Joey B. Okay. I mean, I know there's probably a couple other guys who just are in honorable mentions in that, but Joe Burrow. Um. So, uh, I don't think Waddle Waddle's got 99 receptions, so I don't think he's gonna get to the um. What's the record? Like 115 or something? Michael Thomas had it. I thought it was like 130 something or 140 something. I don't think. No, as a rookie. I'm not. Talking. Oh, as a rookie. Okay. Apologies. Not in a season. No, he is not nearing that. Although, I wouldn't rule it out for next year. He could get a butt ton more targets. Um,. So, MVP, I've got Aaron Rodgers. Uh, offensive player of the year, I've got Jonathan Taylor as well. Cooper Cup's the other one, but I'd give it to Taylor because he's higher up in the MVP talk. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, defensive player of the year, TJ Watt. Um. Defensive rookie of the year, like you said, Micah Parsons, it's not close. Micah Parsons is like second for defensive player of the year, let alone defensive rookie of the year. Um, uh, offensive rookie of the year, I also have Jamar Chase. I never, I was going to be so upset if Mac Jones got it because he didn't even have a good year. It was just a matter of all the other offensive rookies not having good years as well. Um, yep except Chase, um, which uh, I think Chase is coming in on the best, most yards by a rookie. He has um, them. 
he has them. And uh, has Justin it. Jefferson just got that last year. Yep. Um, but he's got 79 catches for 1,429 and 13 touchdowns. Um, the uh, comeback player, um, I didn't realize it till this week because Dak's been the favorite all year. But Joey B has crept up there. And I kind of had forgotten that Joey B like ruined his entire knee because Dak's yep. injury was talked about more and you saw it more and it looked bad. Yep. Um, and so I don't know. I don't know if that narrative sticks with the Dak's injury looks so much worse and you heard about it so much more. Um, but I would say Joey B has definitely had a better year than Dak and had a, mm-hmm. also had a very significant injury. So I would like to see Burrow get it. Um, I'm trying to think what I was going to look up. Cooper Cup is having an insane season. Yes, he is. With a game to go, he's got 138 catches. So he's he's closing in on the reception record. He's got 1,829 yards. He needs 135 yards to break the yard record. Uh-huh. And he's got 15 touchdowns, so he's not going to break that record. But nope. <laughs> nope. But he needs 135 yards and, like, what, 10 catches to break the receptions and receiving yards record. And that's easily doable. Um, oh, yeah. Now he's playing the Niners, so it's a tough defense. Um, but not – certainly not out of the realm of possibility. Although as I look at it now, he's only topped 135 three times this year. Wow. But I would also if if you're a if you're a a betting person, there are some nice odds on him having 135. <laughs> I'm sure it is. And I believe they're going to be feeding him trying to get him that record. Oh yeah. So I would uh I would look forward to that. Um I believe that's all I have for NFL. Um I'm gonna, now I'm gonna skim here and see if there's any the the major storyline that everyone's been talking about because it's LeBron and the Lakers is LeBron and the Lakers and their struggles. Uh, Anthony Davis has been hurt uh, a lot. LeBron was hurt a lot at the beginning of the year. Russell Westbrook, while granted has not played great, has not played like, I mean, he's playing like Russell, what you would expect Russell Westbrook to play. Um, Uh And uh, um so that's been the big story is the Lakers struggles and the concerns there around the Lakers. Um, I mean, they are the oldest team in the league. I kind of expected them to have some issues. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think it, it, this team ever since they got together was if LeBron and AD are healthy, let's see what happens. And LeBron and AD have not been healthy this year. Yeah. Although LeBron is uh still playing in year 19 at age 37 he is still playing like a top three player 
in the league. He is averaging the most points he has averaged since 2009 in Cleveland. He, I believe he's averaging 29 a game. Um, he, I mean, he has been phenomenal. Uh, the Lakers can't win, though, uh, despite him playing phenomenally, which I believe is the biggest layer of the concern for the Lakers because there is no way um, – you know, I'm done. I'm not gonna sit here. I, you know, people who doubt LeBron have just been proven wrong over time. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say there is no way he can maintain this level of play consistently <laughs> throughout the whole rest of the year, and um, and uh, for them to not be winning, getting this level of play from him, uh, is definitely a concern. Um, goodness. Um, Steph Curry broke the record for three pointers. Uh, he did it in about half the time that Ray Allen did it and Reggie Miller did it. Um, I was at the Pacer game right before he did it when everyone thought he might do it and he didn't do it. Um, the, uh, I I believe the, uh, he's over 3000 now, right? Maybe. I, I believe he is. Um, and uh, the discussion is where is he going to leave it? Now, he is 34, but he'll probably play five, six more years. I would think so. Um, the, the guess is, is that he's going to leave it somewhere around four to 5,000. Um, yeah. And <laughs> they're, they're saying uh, – never want to say a record's untouchable but let's just say that whoever breaks Steph Curry's record has probably not been born yet <laughs> uh, yeah I would agree I don't think anybody in the league has a shot at it right now it, the Harden is closest to him mm-hmm. um, Harden. and he, he Harden will probably break he'll probably pass Ray Allen too yeah um but I don't think he's going to catch Steph. The no. the the people talk about Trey Young because Trey Young has you know been compared to Steph. Yeah. Trey Young's current career high in threes a season is two hundred and five. He would need to average over three hundred for the next fifteen years <laughs> to catch Steph Curry. Um, there has been the list of people who have four hundred threes in a season. It's been five times. Steph's four of them, and Harden's one. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Uh, there's nobody in the league I think that'll come near that record. No. Um. Let's see. Lots of trade talks. Damian Lillard, Ben Simmons. Um, like those are probably the two highest profile guys that are the trade rumors are surrounding. But I guess Jalen Brown would probably be one over in Boston. Yep. Um, Damian Lill- Damian Lillard. Uh, I want him out of Portland so bad, so that he's on a good team and does stuff. Um, I don't know where he's going to go. I think the easiest trade is for Ben Simmons, but what is, uh, you know, how are 
how are the Blazers going to get, um, you know, value? Uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Steve Kerr is the next Olympic coach. Uh, Spurs assistant Becky Hammond is finalizing a deal to become coach of WNBA Las Vegas Aces. Um, the the Rosen uh, is playing very well, and he I think he made history. He hit I think two straight games. He hit a buzzer beater to win or something. It's like the first player to do that or something. Oh. Um. Kyrie made his season debut versus the Pacers the other night. Um, he's not allowed to play at home because <laughs> in New York, the he can't be in the building if he's unvaccinated. But uh, the Nets are so desperate that they will take him for the road games, um, <laughs> which raises – I heard a good point today – raises a decent question. Do, would the Nets rather be the five seed in the playoffs? Because then they'd play the majority of their games on the road and they would have him for the beginning and the end of a series as opposed to the middle. That's fair. Possibly. Um, Trey Young had a game where he scored or assisted on 86 points, which is tied for the most in his career and is third most by anyone in the last 25 seasons. Impressive. Uh, in the other category, I believe that's all I have for NBA. In the other category, Michigan beat Ohio State. We talked about that. Good job. Uh, Lincoln Riley is going to USC. His contract includes, it's I believe it's 10 years, $110 million. USC is purchasing both of his homes in uh, Oklahoma for 500000 over asking price. So he's got a million-dollar bonus, essentially, there. They are buying him a $6 million home out in California. And he has 24-7 unlimited use of a private jet. That's it. That's it. Yep. Not too much. Not, not enough. Needs more. Um. The Fenway Sports Group, who own the Red Sox and their partners with LeBron James, they bought the Pittsburgh Penguins. Nice. Um, in baseball, Max Scherzer went to the Mets on three years, $130 million deal. Brian Kelly in college football left Notre Dame to go to LSU, nine years, $95 million. Uh, with a bunch of other benefits and such. Um, Notre Dame elevated the defensive coordinator, Marcus Freeman, to be the head coach, and Tommy Reese, the offensive coordinator, is planning to stay. Um, it, I mean, it does raise a question. Uh, you know, these coaches left midseason, him, Lincoln Riley, Brian Kelly, they left, like, in the middle of the year. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't like that as much. <laughs> I mean. I'll give you 95 million reasons why he left. Well, yeah, but I no, I, I understand leaving. I just don't like, I think there should be, they've opened this up so that they can recruit more. I think they should restrict it. They got to at least finish the year. 
Yeah, no, I agree with that. I feel like they need to finish the year with the team. Um, I get it's weird ground with recruiting, but, you know, that's why you have a recruiting staff as well. And, you know, you just have them do it. Yeah. Um, college football playoff, Bama. Uh, destroyed Cincinnati, not a chance. Georgia destroyed Michigan, not a chance. And we're going to get Bama, Georgia in the national championship. Bama, Georgia. Um, Bryce Young became the first Alabama quarterback to win the Heisman. Um, Baseball has locked out its players. It's the first work stoppage in more than a quarter century. Yep. Um, Darren Williams beat Frank Gore in a split decision in boxing. Uh, in Alabama. Oh, I already said that. They beat Cincinnati. Okay. The the so that's all I got. I believe. Oh, we got. So we are all caught up on everything here in sports shenanigans. If there's something we missed, if there's something you want to hear us talk about, if there is something uh that you disagreed with you have a hot take you can contact us using the link in the show notes it has our email our social media all that stuff follow us on twitter you get news more up to date and uh rate review subscribe and i think that's it yep we will see you again